Rightio, this week we caught up with one Reno Press. Heaps and heaps of fun. Dished up a mighty fine pasta dish. We also unpacked the long weekend's events for all you squares. It's a very exciting time. And of course, the one-year anniversary of Josh Squared. Josh and I are super, super excited to get this one out. Enjoy. Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Do fans squeeze Josh Squared. Yeah. G'day Squares, thanks for tuning in. Uh, another huge episode this week. We got the, the big bustling boy from the reef, one Lockie Press. He dished up a mighty fine feed. But before we get into that, um, we've got a few things that we want to unpack. Uh, first of all, Duff, it's early hours of the morning this morning, isn't it? Oh, it is, it is. It's um, Friday morning, about 8 o'clock, so the episode's coming out later today. And just because we're very busy boys, um, we haven't actually done a podcast um, this early in the morning and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we go because I'm not a morning person at all. Are you? Uh, I, I like to think I am. Yeah, I you think... Yeah, you get up ridiculously early. Yeah, I like my mornings. Win the morning, win the day. So you, so in a normal day, like school day, what time do you get up? Uh, like six. I get up at six every day. So, But you don't want like to go for a trot. Around, no, you do. I sometimes do. Yeah, I went for a couple of 5Ks this week. And then what do you do when you don't? Uh, then I just come home, um, put the TV on. Have a coffee. There's two types of people in this world. I leave like <laughs> my run to the minute. Like I time everything to the minute. Like I get up, like set my alarm about 6.50, then have one go up 6.50, 6.55, sometimes stay in bed till 7. I'm out the door in the car leaving by 7.30. So that's like shower, get dressed, breakfast, all the re- all what you have to do. And it's like to the minute. Like I can't even spare a minute. I'm like running most of the time and I will refuse to get up any earlier. Yeah. Mate, you, you, you'd be surprised. If you just get up another 20 minutes early, it'll change your life. I yeah, I know. I reckon it would too, but I just love that sleep. <laughs> I just love that sleep. Yeah. No, I, yeah, then I, just, I don't know. I just like having time. But I like going... Like, you should try go for a run in the morning. It gives you a bit of energy, I reckon. Sets mm. you up. Helps no. you sleep at night too, I reckon. No. I've read. No, no. <laughs> he says, sitting in his hoodie, lying in his hoodie next to me. No, no. <laughs> uh, mate, it's a huge week uh, this week. Uh, oh, Obviously, tomorrow's the AFL Grand Final. Um, so, I was just wondering if I'd get a tip off you. What do you think? Oh, I've just been thinking about the NRL Grand Final. I've been, been thinking about the AFL. Yeah. Nah, not really. What about um, the NFL? <laughs> nah, the, I, yeah, it is a massive week. Massive week in sport. Massive week for us as well, which we're going to touch on soon. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go to Cats. I said Cats last week when we spoke about spoke about this. You tipped. You reckon it was going to be Brisbane and... Um, Tigers and Tigers, yeah. Was that, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that was my tip, wasn't that it? That was your tip, yeah. And I yeah. said, I reckon I said Richmond Geelong, and I thought Geelong would win. Not that it was that. Not that I'm. It was that difficult to work that out. There was four teams left. It was the two favourites. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. By no means am I crowing about that. But no, I reckon Cats. I just think. I don't know. It's more that I. I don't know if it's. I think they'll win. It's more that I want them to win. I don't yeah. mind either way. I don't actually mind both sides. But I wouldn't mind Gary Ablett winning another one. Paddy Dangerfield is a gun. I wouldn't mind him winning one. Yeah. And no, nah, that's my only real reason. But I'm, I'm, I don't really mind as long as it's a good game. I couldn't care less who wins. Yeah. Hopefully it's a ripping game. Um, and I'm in the same boat. I think I, I do have a soft spot for the Tigers. I'll admit, and I, I know I will be going for them. Um, so they've really turned a corner from three years ago when they were the rags to riches, and now everyone hates them. Cause yeah. Because they, they've been successful. I don't successful. know how they hate them though. I reckon they like the way they. Like Hardwick and the way they convey themselves and the way that they like listening to Conch and talk and that they just sound like that they're just all 
in it together sort of thing. Yeah. And I don't know why people would hate them for that. I don't feel like they're arrogant. I don't feel like they're... Tall poppy syndrome, mate. Yeah, it is. Um, but I'm with you as well. Like, imagine seeing Gaza Ablett last game. Maybe win a Norm Smith. Like, that'd be pretty awesome Well, he was best see. on last week, so yeah. he's running hot. It would yeah. be. And Dan- I feel like Danger's done the time. He's out of the lane. They were half decent when they were there. He's come to Geelong. They've been pretty unlucky. Like, oh, he's a superstar. And he, he they don't have a great finals way. track record, Geelong. But I reckon he... Yeah, so... But... In saying that, I don't really care. And I think it's better rain, so I reckon that's they reckon that's gonna suit Richmond. Yeah. But erratic footy. It's in terms of betting, I'm pretty sure it's even. I think it's yeah. like a dollar ninety, dollar ninety. I'll check this one, dollar eighty four, two bucks. Mm. So oh, yeah, gamble responsibly squares. Um the other thing, mate, one year anniversary. So basically uh, just over a year ago now, um you and I Decided to get together, get this podcast thing going after a couple of drunk snaps between us, I think. And uh, like all things, I think from blokes our age, when you talk about that kind of thing, you can just, it's easy to talk about it and then that's it. Uh, you just leave it. But we uh, we pulled the trigger, didn't we? Yeah, we did, pull the tri- <laughs> we did pull the trigger. And it's funny to think about. I was actually thinking about it the other day because we had no idea what we were doing. Like I'd listen to Hamish and Andy every now and then, Dylan Friends every now and then, had no idea how it worked what had to go into it, who we're going to have on, what we're going to talk about and how we're going to create a show where we weren't copying people. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like from, I listened to some of them our first episode, which was good, mind you, but I just feel like we've um, developed and created, I guess, a few things like our segments and that, that are our own now and that we're known for and, I think having the, uh, the supporter base is the best thing. Oh, it's all about the squares, that's for sure. And yeah, comparing us to the first episode, I think you just, you just get used to talking into your voice memos, obviously. Don't let in our secret. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we've got really high-tech equipment. Um, but yeah, I remember at the start of my dad's 50th weekend, we were talking about it on the Friday, and I'd basically, I was on the beers Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and by legend. Monday, yeah, big legend, <laughs> piss drinking legend, uh, on Monday, we had a podcast in the pipelines and a couple of segment ideas and all this other stuff, and I was like, yeah, right, yeah, it's all happening. You know, it, all, it does feel like it's something that's going to fall through, and I guess, I reckon I'm pretty proud of it, proud of us for, like, think, because, like, it is a bit of work, like, it does, I guess it sounds, when you're listening to them, you think, oh, it sounds easy, but... Trying to find time to catch up is the hardest that both of us are available. Yep. Then having to get a, get the guests. So normally it's separate to when we have to record the episode. Yep. Trying to think of new things and think of things that aren't shit. Yeah. And if they are, trying to think that sucks and then trying to change it. Yep. And then, and as well as trying to keep it yeah original and funny at the same time. It's actually a tough gig. Ah, uh, mate. They're not paying us enough, I'll tell you. Yeah, they're not paying us <laughs> enough. No, do what you love and you never work a day in your life, Doof. And uh, I think that's that's the beauty of doing this. It's a nice release from work and that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, it no, it's been, been jolly good fun. Um, the last thing that we'll touch on quickly is, we've mentioned in our previous episode, the scale cam tees, they're right around the corner. They should be uh, on your doorstep within a week or so, uh, guys that have ordered them. Uh, if you did miss out, don't stress because we... We're proactive boys. We got we got on the front foot, and we do have extra stock available. So uh, they look fantastic. And we forgot to mention, but um, I'd be remiss if I did it again. And big shout to Joey Whiting, our boy down there in Melbourne, two uh, XU uh, employee or previous employee. Very very clever cookie uh, when it comes to design and all that kind of stuff. He's got a business Whiting Design. Check him out on Instagram, all that stuff. He's uh, he's absolutely fantastic. Really good to work with as well. He's 
we went back and forth heaps, didn't we? We, we probably, yeah. you know, we were pretty particular and he didn't bat an eyelid and he was very efficient. So big shout out to Joey uh, and those skull cam tees squares. Uh, stay tuned for those. Yes, and a big shout out to Bowel as well, as well Bowel Alexander at Wink, who helped us organise them because obviously having a podcast and then having a brand are two completely different things. And we barely know anything about podcasts and we certainly don't know anything about a brand. Creating merchandise. Creating merchandise, like selling yeah. it, yeah. marketing it, um, yeah. getting the right thing. So Joey and Bowel, yeah, have been huge, yeah, huge for that. And for their efforts, they get a free t shirt. So well done, boys. Well done, boys. <laughs> I reckon Bo will be stoked. He's got his own clothes brand, but he'll definitely wear it. Joey will wear it. But, nah, thanks, boys. Thanks a lot. Just quickly before we go, I wanted to think, I was thinking about, what do you reckon the favourite thing is that we've done? Or what do you think, or like, if it doesn't have to be a specific oh, yeah. time, just what do, you, what, what do you like the best about it? Or what, uh, or what do you, or not so, so much like the best, but who's been your favourite? What's been the funniest thing? Anything like that? Yeah, I think just really, and I was reflecting on this this morning, uh, it's probably because we catch up with our mates and stuff, but often their mates or sometimes their mates that I haven't seen in a while and stuff like that. So I just love the whole aspect of actually going out to someone's house, having a feed with them. We obviously do the recording, but it's a good two, three hour session that we're just spending quality time with that person or yeah, um, ha- having a good chat, catching up bef- you know, before we record and after it and having a few beers. That's probably the thing that I've loved the most. And I think you know, fondly about that time we went out to the Duke of Harcourt's humble abode out there, Zave uh, yeah. Henderson. Uh, I hadn't seen the boy in a, you know, a while, a long while, and uh, that was, you know, that that was a really good night. And I think we, yeah, I don't take it for granted, that's for sure. It's and it, awesome. it's generally someone as well that one of us know a little bit better than the other. Or, or I reckon, late, like, especially lately, we've had people in there that we don't really, we're not really that good of friends with, but we just thought that they would be good, or people have asked us to get them on. And I even like doing those ones too, because you get to hang around people that you wouldn't normally hang around. Yeah. Absolutely. It's been good. When I was thinking about this though, because I wanted to do, I thought, oh, one, it'd be good to go back through and get like, listen and get like some actual moments. And I thought that would, would just take too long and I can't, like, it's too far back to remember. But there's one that I, one story that I remember that I reckon has been my favourite. It was one of my favourite episodes too. Moose Calvert. Sneaking into all oh, of, sneaking <laughs> into all of the places. I still cannot believe that story. I still tell that. So Tom Calvert, I know you'll be listening. You're a huge square. Show this to your dad because out of the whole year that we've been doing this, I just that was this. I was one of the times I sat there and I literally I don't reckon me and you really spoke. Yeah, we just listened and it was just one of those stories. It was a great yarn. It's just incredible and I just don't think anyone would have a story like it. Well, maybe like a one-off, but if you haven't listened to that episode, go and have a listen. Yeah, I'm take you, Tom. Go check it out. Bit- but it's about you know, ten or so, or about ten minutes into the episode, I reckon um, of when he's he's actually on there, but. I might, won't go over it now, but just what he did and how, and how many things he got into and the photos to go with it. And I still, I show people the photos now and, and tell them and they're like, that is just incredible. It's an amazing story. It actually <laughs> is. And I think I'll probably, because I'd heard it several times before you heard it for the first time. Yeah. So I probably didn't appreciate it. And you didn't let me in on it either. No, really. You no. kind of just said, he's got this real good story. I'm not going to tell you, but I was actually like starstruck by it. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. He's, uh, he's the master of disguise, Alfie Calvert. So big shout out to him. I don't uh, know why I called him Moose. <laughs> Moose. That's Jaffa's Mo- Yeah, Mo- Moose Burke. Big shout out to Moose Burke. He's a big fan of the show as well. <laughs> Uh, very good. All right, Squares, stay tuned. Big episode coming up. You've got Reno after the break. Enjoy. Hey, Reno, have you heard about Bendigo's newest takeaway store? No, I haven't. What is it? Drop us a beat, Presty. 
Kami, 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 Cotill Cafe. Magnolia Lane. Magnolia Lane. South Asian Asian food is their specialty. Grab a coffee. Grab a coffee. Nice. That was good. You're gonna get you gonna head over there, Presty? Oh yeah, for a coffee. <laughs> Who wants to come on a date? Small portions of food we hate. Please make sure it is not late. You'll need to concentrate. Come and seal your fate. Or rate your play. Mate. Mate. <laughs> Radio. It's with great pleasure that we welcome one of Sanders' cult figures. Well-known barman from around town. He features at, used to feature at the Rifle, now features at our beloved Tyson's Reef. Can we give it our hands together for the one and only Reno Press? <laughs> Welcome to the show, Reno. Thanks for having me, boys. Thanks for coming over. It's, uh, it's really great to be here, mate. We've uh, been pretty excited about this episode. Uh, we're leading into AFL Grand Final Week. Um, we'll quickly touch on that in a sec, get your tips. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you're a guy I've known for a long period of time. And probably when I first met you, um, I was only a young guy, uh, like 16, 17, probably going through under-18s. And I've seen you at your best and I've seen you at your worst. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun having a chat with you, mate. Um, before I probably get into my relationship with you, maybe we'll quickly throw it to Doofy. Doofy, how you kind of know uh, the big fella? Well, it, it has been exciting getting him on because he's a man of the people, as we mentioned before. When we post about who should we get on, a lot of the boys do say, get big Reno pressed on. But um, how I know him, <clears throat> I reckon he's had front row tickets to a few of my big goal hauls <laughs> down, down at the QEO. One comes into mind. But uh, yeah, playing footy against the, um, each other, obviously Sanders, mm. and then, and, and, and um, having mutual friends, I guess. So I just used to see. See him around a little bit, and then obviously you know Chelsea as well, my partner. But um, yeah, just sort of how I know all of you boys kind of play footy with each other, and then kind of have the same things in common. And yeah, Reno's lucky enough to see me at bag nine, I think it was in a prelim, propel us in at Sandhurst. In... Just, just after a king hit um, show. No, yeah. no, 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 I remember that one. No, it's only show. He's yeah, yeah. human. Yeah, I know. I was still not over it, but um, yeah, no. And then obviously, yeah, I've got to know him a bit better. I threw the signs to the boys and working at the reef, but um, yeah, very excited to get him on. Yeah, massively. Uh, Reno, I think I was trying to think about today, and I actually can't pinpoint exactly when I first met you. But do you remember the time when um, Soul Cannon? Ooh, yeah. So, um, played at the Den. Benigo's greatest cover band, no one. Benigo's Soul greatest cover band. Soul Cannon. So, um, now Reno what is sort a... Of, what Re- a cover? Reno's a bass guitarist for the Jack of the Kids, but on the side he did a... <laughs> exactly right. Slapping the bass. Uh, but you did a bit with Soul Cannon. So that was uh, Michael Cornish. Who else was it? Wacko and then Jack Kennedy and Matty Thornton, the big bear. Yeah, so it was basically it was basically Jack and the kids, but you add in Corno. Yeah, Corno was on drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you cover? This classic. Oh, we covered everything. Yeah. What did we do? Oh, we I can't remember. Green I was always so... Did a bit of Taylor Swift. Yeah, love, love story there. <laughs> that got the crowd going. So yeah. I just remember like 16-year-old Squidgy, like he's told mum and dad he's going for a sleepover at so-and-so's house. He's worked his way into the den... He's had about seven Melbourne bitter cans. They're, they're starting to taste like strawberry. That's how fierce he was. And he just looks up and he sees this Jesus-looking guy 
slapping that base. I'm like, who are these bikes? Soul Cannon. But uh, yeah, that was great times in the den. Um, and then obviously you've gone on to bigger and better things with, with your music in Jack of the Kids, which we'll touch on soon. But um, yeah, that's probably my, my fond memories. But also we've won a flag together in cricket and... Uh, and uh, yeah, just just the general comings and goings of, of footy, and uh, and obviously the falls festivals um, as well. So uh, yeah, great few great mate of mine. On those ones. Yeah, a few cordials. Yeah, uh, yeah, we don't mind the cordials on the show. So um, mate, uh, got a few stories we'd like to bring up with you. Do a few might want to get the ball rolling potentially. Um, we might start off um, with the music. So uh, bass guitarist Jack and the Kids. Um, doof you got a few things Yeah so I've heard that um, Yeah bass guitarists Obviously musicians Tend to do pretty well With women <laughs> I don't know Where this is going <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish oh. the story then? Yeah uh, Which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's basically What it was around yeah. you, you have to, After each gig you, have to, you tell all the boys That you're absolutely Fighting them off Swatting yeah. them off With the bass guitar That they're yeah. all over you Any truth to that? Oh, only a couple of times in Melbourne. That was when it was good. Yeah. Never happened in Bendigo, I can guarantee you that. because <laughs> they knew me here. Yeah. Yeah. They knew me. They, yeah. We'd give the old Tinder a bit of a flogging down in Melbourne over when we played gigs and when we recorded. Yeah, right. Meet, meet me after the gig, that kind yeah, of thing. Just... Did you, do you know that I was playing bass? Like, what do you start with? Yeah. What did I start with? I said, oh, did you catch a gig up on stage or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> can I buy you a drink? Before, yeah, they even you a drink? before they even reply, yeah, yeah it was me. Yeah. <laughs> it was me, can I get you a drink? But they didn't realise that we are getting free piss anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favourite um, What's your favourite chord to play on, a, on, a, on the bass? This is just, we're going, is off, even, we're going off script here. Yeah, <laughs> is that, is that, even a, is that a, No, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't even know what my favourite chord would be. Like, because bass guitar, they kind of just, they give, give yeah. me that little back, like, doom, doom, like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I just prefer to school rock the other yeah. one. You know what yeah. like, I reckon there's more to it than just, doom, doom, yeah. doom, doom, Yeah, yeah, I play a little bit of rhythm. Yeah, I know, I know. What about, um, bit, the, like, they use the bass guitar in Seven Nation Army, they start with, um, yeah, but I reckon White that's shots. just original, like just normal guitar, like electric oh, guitar. Oh, is it? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know anything. Yeah, no, we don't. I um, don't know the first thing about music. I don't mind playing the old G-string, though. G-string? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Reno. Um, what? <laughs> uh, mate, and like tying with that music stuff, like we know that you love a festival too. And I think the only guy that might rival you with festival appearances is um, our good mate, little bok choy Nick Stagg. Yeah. Mm. Uh, how many falls has it been? And obviously, you miss, you're missing out this year with it being called off. Did you go last year? No, nah, I didn't go last oh, year. Oh, first went, year off. I did not. No, nah, it was my second year off. So this is my third. Right, oh, jeez, you're a change man. I did nine in a row at falls. Nine in a row. Jeez, Couldn't get that ten. I went five, and I thought that was good innings. Nines, that's very impressive. I've done me three, yeah. and that's enough. That's definitely enough. Oh, it's a enough. place. It, you love it so much, but also thinking that about it now home. makes me feel sick. Yeah. 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 Most, it's the worst. Most of it makes you feel sick, and then you get really excited to go. Awesome, and then you feel sick about it for probably mm. six months. Yeah. I and still the, reckon I've got one left in me, though. Yeah, we gotta, yeah you've you, got to get ten total. Yeah, got to bring out the double figures, mate. Um, and, like... I know that we're often busy drinking piss when we're at Falls, and so there's not much room for anything else. But is it true that you did at one Falls over four days? You only ate a sliver of watermelon and two Savoys. That is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it all. We did give it a fair nudge. <laughs> 
Honestly, there's no time to eat. That's the reason why you're too full for my piss. Selecting watermelon. Very like it's very obviously very wet and it's because it's so hot that you get a dry mouth. Only reason you get a dry mouth involves obviously the heat. Rehydrating, yes. And then you've gone from that to the absolute other extreme of a Savoy. Got to <laughs> ba- <gotta> balance <laughs> these they, out. They were dipped in a bit of dip. I can't remember the dip. <laughs> What's your favourite dip? Ooh, spicy caps. Yeah, yeah can't get it. Definitely want to do I've turned to three olive on, of late. Ooh. Three olive, not too bad. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I can't do olives. So this next one, we haven't done this before, but I want to just play a video, like an ad, and then you just tell me what comes to your mind when you hear this ad. Go. My place. Seriously, Dad? Yeah, I'd love a new TV, but where are we going to get the money? Wallet wizard! Fast and easy cash. Just go online, find $5,000 cash possible within an hour of approval. Just go to walletwizard.com.au. Why not? You used to have one of those. <laughs> oh, yeah, Reno, what do you got for us? Oh. I got one, sorry, but I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, might be bar- we might be barking up the wrong tree, but we're led to believe that. Uh, so I don't know anyone that's used, you know, like Nimble It or. Oh, what no, was it's it? like Matilda Shannon. Remember my old house? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. big shout out to Matilda, she'll be listening. Yeah, big square. She nimbled, um, so she's going on Netball Trip. Yeah, right. The, in- the interest on it is outrageous. Yeah, okay. So, you- well, we've got that you wallet wizarded to buy a laptop. Nah, nah that is loaded. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> but you've used it. No, I've never used one. No, he's seen before. That's something else that comes to mind. I think you're referring to the story we wanted to touch on. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, no, no, we can't bring that one up. Okay, no, we'll throw that Goose Harrison. Got his wires crossed there, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh, I'm hearing about that kind of stuff, though. Um, mate. Uh, our relationship at footy. Now, I didn't witness this because this is out at Bridgewater. But uh, and and hey, before we get into it. So you've you've kicked yourself a bag, but it's before we get into exactly play by play how it went down. um, You've obviously you've got really good preparation. So I'm led to believe uh, Lee Coughlin. He's uh, informed me of your of your uh, strict pre game rituals. Um, Did you want to give us a bit of a rundown of what that looks like? We can fill in the gaps. I think. Uh, it comes back from the old Forest Street days where um, we'd be playing footy on a Saturday. So Friday night, we'd all have work off and I'd just cook up a massive pasta. We'd just get, and get the power raids out and we'd just get the electrolytes and carbs built up for a big game of footy. Generally, I'd play like crap. How many, how many Gatorades are we talking about? Oh, I'd only have two, maybe. <laughs> two. We, got, we got told that you saw Nick Del Santo drink six. So, now, <laughs> so you drink a six-pack six on the mission night? Nah, nah. See, I'd drink the Powerades. Jim Stagg would be drinking the Cokes. He'd have a slab of Cokes. <laughs> oh. So you can't throw me under the bus at so, all. He's ready to go. What about the full-body shave? Nah, that's just for full, aerodynamics, that one. Full-body <laughs> full body shave. Marino loves wearing the long sleeves, so he's got to slot himself in the seat. Shaves all the hairs off his body from the neck down. Uh, he then goes on. I believe you saw Nick Rewalt. Um, <laughs> Nick Rewalt used to like eating pretzels, so that he <laughs> so he didn't get cramps. So he don't cram. No. So he used to go through a bag of pretzels, bag of pretzels each night. Uh, what was the other one we had? And, and oh. one night, yeah, 
the boy's dad did eat a whole a whole pizza and a whole large pasta from a takeaway joint and he couldn't move the next day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to copy copy Jack Kennedy's diet before a game. He used to do that every week. A full and large I, pizza and a full large pasta from yeah. La Piquera, that would yeah. Oh, I couldn't do it. I was You disgust me. <laughs> so anyway, you've obviously followed this strict ritual. You've come out for Hebois Army. Uh, nah, back anyone... then it was Do Good's Army. Oh, Do Good's <laughs> Army. Sorry, my mistake. Now Hebois Army. For those that don't know what Do Good or Hebois Army is, it's the uh, the the Mean Machine Twos uh, out there at uh, in the Lodden Valley. Um, you've come out. How many did you kick? Kick five before half time. Five before half time. <laughs> I cannot freaking that believe is that. Good going. <laughs> and then drag myself because I'd had enough against playing against Pyramid. <laughs> So apparently he's uh, at halftime. He's gone. Uh, that's me done. But then now, since you've uh, you've claimed that you could you should, you would have gone on to kick ten. Is that yeah? Correct? Easy. If I kick five at halftime. What made you pull yourself off? Uh, I just wanted to get on the cans. Really, <laughs> I think we had the ball or something on that night. Has Cal Press ever kicked five and a half? I don't don't believe so. No, no. Therefore, <laughs> I think I said the... that to him in the rooms. <laughs> therefore, you're the better forward. That's it. That's Love it. it. <laughs> And this one, we like, yeah, we like this. So moving into your work, field of work, so obviously, I guess, being part of a band is part, partly work. Um, you were obviously working at the pub, but before that, you uh, worked as a, an apprentice carpenter. Um, how many, how many um, employees did you go through whilst, <laughs> whilst being a carpenter? Oh, there was a couple. There was a couple. I went through CVGT when I was doing it, so... Yeah. So you're 16 ring a bell? <laughs> nah, 16 is far from it. Maybe well, six. Well, we might say whatever it was, it was, a, it was a reasonable amount, but you didn't let that get you down. Yeah, buddy. You got stuck in. You ticked off your apprenticeship. Now, our sources say it was 16 different employees. <laughs> employers. You say six, somewhere in between potentially. But you went on to become Apprentice of the Year. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> So, how did that come about? I don't know. Must have felt sorry for me. (laughs) You must Uh, must sell yourself short. Don't sell yourself short. Don't know. Don't know how that come about. Why don't you do it now? I just didn't want to. Just get over it. Yeah. Yeah, Just get over it. You're a man of the people, too, and that's That's uh, you in that kind of industry now at uh, hospitality. We're good at talking to people. That's it. Like uh, like having a few cordials here and there, too. So, it's it's a perfect lifestyle. What you do not like doing, though, is having to. Skull a pint for Josh Grant. Ah, and then, yeah, I knew was going to come. And then, I mean, it was a great skull, great footage. What happened after that? Uh, you know, you just, you're having your first fucking sip of beer, and then you skull it, and it just got stuck in your chest. <laughs> <laughs> got stuck there, and I'm just going, nah, this is coming straight back up. Was running along the bar, didn't quite make it to the toilet, spewed everywhere. I remember that day, um, Harmony messaged me go, going, oh, why didn't he send the second video, the one of the footage off the cameras of him power spewing all through the bar? But uh, yeah, it's oh, not for everyone. Going a pint is tough though. Yeah. Especially was, if it was single fin, wasn't it? Yeah, it was single fin. It was ice cold too. Yeah. Coldest beer in town too at the reef. Yeah. But it was yeah, just stuck there and it was just. I hope you lick it all up. Lucky last one, mate. Um, we have you had a footy trip tap booth or not, Doof? No, I got a um, schoolies one. Schoolies one. I got my footy trip one, which we've, we've documented earlier in the piece. Um, 
And the guy that actually sent this to, in, I find a bit ironic because he got a footy trip tattoo with me. Um, but you got one on your foot on a footy trip in Sydney. I've got a couple. Yeah. Well, can you run us through a couple of the tattoos? In fact, I forgot. I just realised I know about one of the other ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Um, no, I got two. I got. I remember Dirty Dylan Connor. He got one. He got a little cross as a tramp stamp, and I said, he was. He's a couple of years younger than me. He's Carl's age. I said, this bastard's not beat me on a footy trip. So I went in there, full blotto for the day and manly, and got, don't count the days, make the days count on me forearm. <laughs> I'm looking at it now, and it's actually, it's in the full cursive, don't count the days, make the days count, dot, dot, dot. dot. Yeah, ellipsis, that's called. Cool. It's an ellipsis, just makes you think, doesn't it? It does. What's next? Um, what's the other one? Uh, this one goes back to Adelaide. Yeah. When... Yak Ross got City of Churches tattooed on his ass. Yeah, big shout out to Yak. He's got a big, he's got a big cathedral on the right yeah, buttock. He got, he got the cathedral. This is about three o'clock in the morning too on Hindley Street. Yeah, Hindley Street run a good business at three o'clock. Ooh, on, I don't <laughs> know how they can allow you to get it. But it's a <laughs> have you been? Like you walk in, they go. Have you been drinking? No, no mate, I'm, I'm just getting up to come and get a tattoo yeah. at three a.m. No, no, I'm, I'm fully sober. All right, mate, get on the chair. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as the minute, the first thing you say is, have you got money? As soon as you say yes, nothing else nothing matters. matters. Uh, uh, How much that, that be? 80 bucks. Oh, fuck, that's dear. <laughs> and I think I know this tattoo. What was it again? It was, I got your name tattooed on yeah, the ass. Classic, classic. He's got your name tattooed on Josh. Yeah, Did I you know, know that? got it. Your name, like <laughs> your name. Yeah, like, like your name. Josh, yeah. They used to get me all the time. People would say, "I've got your name tattooed on me," but whatever. I'd be like, "No, you don't." I remember getting it, and I remember Nick Stag hated me for the whole night. Didn't speak a word to me because he wanted to get it. Oh, oh Choi, sorry, salty still Nick. Salty, salty Nick. Salty box. Hey Nick, you can both have it, mate. Yeah, right? just copy. Easy, you can copy me, mate. That's enough of that. Some great stories and some even better ones that we couldn't share. Yeah. But it's about the food. Hobart footy trip. Yeah. (laughs) It's about the food and it's about coming around. That's the main part of our show and you've done an excellent job. But firstly, before we get into it, do do you rate yourself as a bit of a chef? Like, do you... Um, I'm not too bad on the old knife and... Knife and fork. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about your eating ability, mate. Oh, I couldn't think of it in the end, but I'll do it. Spatula! I liked how you went with it, though. I went with the metaphor yeah. and finished it, though. Yeah. So the knife, uh, you're good, good on the knife and the fork. What about the, the grill? Nah, the grill, I'm pretty good on the old hot plate, I reckon. Yeah. Do you cook yeah, a mean pasta? I have to say, you did look very cool, calm and collected. Yeah, you were very comfortable. You were no Lockie Atherton. We were trying to wear a with sweating bullets. Yeah, I've heard about that one. Sweating down at the CNS. Um, <laughs> at the back of the CNS rooms, cooking with that bloke. <laughs> oh, yeah, with that. What's his name? Uh, Donnie, a great name. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. We were, just, we were reflecting over dinner about the, sw- the spaghetti that we used to get from Donnie. Uh, yeah. Spaghetti. On a particularly uh, warm nights, you would find the spaghetti extra salty, that's for sure. But uh, no, nah, there was none of that from Reno. He was keeping, keeping all the perspiration uh, off the food. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> Which is always a plus. Keeping your sweat off the food. Always big, a plus. Big tick. Uh, uh, Steffi actually did say, because I said, do you, what do you reckon? Is he any good at cooking? Because obviously you work with Steffi for a fair while. Yeah. Yeah, she goes, he'll, he'll rate himself because he always tells me, he always just tell me at work, oh yeah, you should have seen what I cooked last night and all this stuff. So I, I was coming in with pretty high hopes and yeah, safe to say it was pretty good when I took. Yep. Do you want to explain to the squares? We'd like to get a run through the dish, why you chose the dish 
And if it's one of the favourites, yours, and what it is? Um, yeah, I went with the old pesto presto pasta, just to go by the namesake. Um, it's a good good one that I used to pull out for the boys when we used to have the Cappy Morgan's Cup with all the teachers. We'd have a golf day, and then I'd just cook up a massive feast, and then we just. Skull a bottle of Captain Morgan's. Yeah, sounds like a bloody good night, man. But it's not just it's not just any pesto pasta. Do you want to just explain? Because there's a bit there's, there's a few things in, in there that I haven't had before, thought to have in there, which was a very good um inclusion. Yeah, I went with the old broccolini because got add a few greens in it, a few snow peas, a bit of sun dried tomatoes, some chicken breast, and some cashews as well, just to give it a bit of bite. Yeah, I like it. Big shout out to those people allergic nuts. Definitely wouldn't be eating this. Pesto and nuts. Yeah. No. Um, Tom Dunham. Tom Dunham. <laughs> you're, really the out. you're really missing out if you're allergic to nuts too. There's so much good Fruit and nut and chocolate. <laughs> what about the best ever ch- chocolate? Peanut M&M's. Yeah, Ooh. and just nuts in risotto and pasta and things like that. You're really missing And just cashews on their own. Beer nuts. Beer nuts. But it was very good and we do like, we don't rate ourselves as formally anymore, but we do like to go through and get a quick take on each thing. So ver- like variety we'll start with. You already touched on that. What do you, what do you rate yourself out for variety? You don't have to give a score, just to give us a comment. I reckon it was... I reckon I did pretty good on the variety tonight. Just yep. For a, a pesto extras. pasta, I would agree. Yep. And what, about that, what about that garlic oh, bread? Oh, yeah, we did touch on the garlic bread. That garlic what bread. Was, the garlic bread? That was good, good oh, that garlic was bread. Just one of the Carl's specials. <laughs> <laughs> I brought out of it. Was it? Yes. It, it was like gourmet. Yeah, I'm used to that. It's one of the gourmet sourdough ones. You know the twin pack? <laughs> the, twin, the old $1.89 twin pack. Oh, I thought about that. In the foil. Oh, and mine knew very good. Yeah, that bread, but I... We may mention on that very there. Very I good. thought about getting the old twin pack, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm going up a class here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got, got Matt Preston and Matt Cravat coming over for dinner. <laughs> I, I, just, I was actually saying to Dupin, like, I reckon he must have got it from the Tyson's Reef or something like this. He thought you made it. I said, oh, maybe you made it. He goes, oh, really? I said, no way. No way. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I thought about getting here. the flatbread from the reef and making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I thought you had a bit of an inside corner there. So, yeah, no, plenty of variety. We'd have to agree there, wouldn't we, Duff? Yep. Uh, next one is taste. It's a big one. What did you... Because you obviously have it a lot. Is that one of your best or... I reckon that was up there with one of my best. It had a good good pesto flavour to it. It wasn't too creamy or that. Yeah. I thought it was seasoned real well. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it was so, nice. Yeah, good flavour. What about uh, temperature of the dish? In terms of like hot and cold, not spicy Ooh. temperature. Well, potentially spice, but you probably don't want it to be spicy. No, nah, there's no spice in it this time. No. A little bit of pepper. Oh, I'll lose marks then. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the um, temp is good. You don't want it too hot because you want to just try and get into it if you like it. So I thought it was yeah, yeah, pretty good. much perfect. Well said. And that's one of my pet hates. I hate... I hate... Getting food dished up and it's too hot to eat. Yeah. Because I'm a fast eater. Tell you what a one is and what can really change it. When you eat a pie, you only eat a pie and every every bite you've got to blow it heaps. And then by the end of it, you're like, I didn't enjoy that Mm. one bit. Whereas the ones that you can just hook into, you can actually taste it. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. The rest of it, if you can't, if it's too hot, I reckon it loses flavour or something. You lose the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Lose your tongue too. You can't taste it because it's burnt. My old girl's, she she does an amazing chicken chorizo paella. And... But she, it's always so hot, like red hot. So like, on, on, you nearly need to leave it sitting there for ten minutes before you eat it. Yeah. Otherwise, you just oh, your mouth just. And then you, and then when you want to leave it though, you get there and you think, oh, I don't think that's long enough. Oh, I don't think that's long yeah. enough. And then you go and eat it, burn your tongue. Yeah, it's a real mental battle, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a mental so battle. So that temperature, yeah, I've got all the skin in my mouth still. So yeah, and I think our last, 
our main one we are, we also look at the punctuality. So timing of the dish. What do you reckon? I reckon I was pretty well on time. Yeah. Let it sit there for a bit, so cool down nicely a little bit, so we could have a bit of a chat. We spoke about this last week. We got here at six thirty. We got chew the fat a bit for twenty or so. Yep, got to meet Ted, the ragdoll. Yeah, got in there. What about presentation? I oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, presentation. Yeah, You're present- big on that. Yeah. I like my food looking good. Yeah, I could have made it look a little bit better, but... What could have you chat? What could have you done, you reckon? Reckon I could have just got the broccolini looking a bit nicer on the bowls, mm-hmm. I reckon. In the bowls. A bit more yeah. aesthetically yeah. pleasing. It's not major, though. We've spoken about this before. <laughs> Taste is the main one. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the tip. The rest of it doesn't really matter. As long as you can eat it and it tastes good, then it's... Um, Pretty good for us. What was there? Was one thing we were gonna? Was there one thing we discussed? We were gonna it was. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Lockie, do you listen to the podcast very often? Oh, I've listened to a few episodes the last few days just to get. Yeah, and now I've got to say, when I, when you dish it up at first, I'm like, that's not enough because oh. we're big fellas, we're big boys. But then I've eaten, I've eaten my bowl. I've gone. I said to Dolphin, come in here to do the scoring. You know, we sneak in into yeah. the room, and I was like. I was, I, was, I was pretty good. I'm pretty full. And then Duke goes, mm. <laughs> could have eaten a bit more. And he goes, lucky there was those, I could have a few bits of garlic bread to top me up. But, oh, then, yeah. but then I said, well, these, these leftovers. And, and he goes, well, you never see leftovers. He's too busy saving it for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> so, well, there's a bit for lunch for me tomorrow. So there is a bit. And I did have to knock off a bit there that... You invite us for tea and then you keep it for your own lunch, which, oh, God forbid, you pay for it yourself, cookie, so you can't keep it. Oh, no. God forbid. But a, very, a very small knock on a very good, a nice no, meal. That's the only thing I could really think of. Um, and I'm full now because we had um, oh, a sticky day. We had some courtesy of yeah. Janae Parker. But we'll get to that. It's about Reno tonight. It is, it is. So, out of, we go obviously out of five Duftinis. We do take the decimal decimal place into account. We have. To the to the two decimal places. Hundreds gone. Hundreds. No, thousands. No, hundreds. Hundreds. Tens, hundreds. Learn, mate. Tens, hundreds, thousands. That's right. Tens of thousands. Yeah. So we've moved to the hundredths column. Yeah, hundredths column. So out of five Duftinis, what do you give yourself? Probably a four point four eight. Oh, 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 3.921 Duftini! Well done, Reno. Well done, mate. Reno. Very good. Yeah, there was much to knock about it. And you, if you do look it out, out of the top 10, there's some pretty good meals in there. Mm. But we've had 20-something meals, so you're, in, you're above 50%. Ooh, that, so you're above... That's good. It is good. And for yeah. something that... Yeah. And you look at some of the dishes that are above you, they've gone to a lot of guests. More difficulty, I guess. That's probably the only that, thing. That, that was we, probably the, that was probably the, the only thing. thing you knock you on is that it's very, very nice. But we have that we have to have find something 
where we rate you about the difficulty of it. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> hey, how do you feel about that, door? How do you nah. feel about it, Reno? Nah, I'm all right. Oh, I'm nah, I'm all right. Uh, I'm happy with that. If you think about it, if you did a test and you got 3.92 out of 5, you'd be absolutely, absolutely passed. <laughs> it, it always rolls me, though, when the, when the chef overshoot, when they, when they rate themselves. And high. you wanted to change. You killed up. I know, I did, I did. I thought, man, I thought we needed a bit more, but nah, uh, I stand by it. Uh, Oh, yeah, after I told you to, <laughs> I stand true to me word. We all know the flimsy one is in this relationship, Duff. Yeah, we do. We do. It was a delicious meal, though. Good company. It's been good banter. It's been a great night. It has been a great night. And we do, and now the next part, we do love our pets. Like, we are I've grudled, um Winnie, and Josh has got a griddle also, Wally. Uh, who were very good friends. They had a play date the other night and were very happy. I think Wally's got the hots for winning. Yeah, Wally well, does have the hots for winning. But they were kind of they were kind of returning serve. returning serve to each other with the um Yeah, Winnie was getting confused about her role. Yeah, forgetting which one was boy or go sub dom. But anyway, we love our pets, we love discussing them, past pets, present pets, but have you got a pet story for us, Reno? Nah, I haven't really got too many pets. I haven't had one myself. I know I look after Cal's dog here, Elby, a fair bit. And then Janae's got Teddy here, so... A very cute cat. Yeah. You're an animal lover, but not an owner. Yeah, I'm an animal lover, not an owner. But So growing up, no pets? No, we did have pets at home, but I'd never had any myself. Yeah, like personal pets, yeah. yeah. Did you just take a liking to any of them? Um, probably the one that we did have was Misty, like the old Staffy we used to have. It was a bloody ripper. Yeah, I love it. Staffy's get a bad name too, nah, and I don't reckon they're bad dogs. Nah, this one was a ripper. There's, I do have one story with it though. Like I remember one day we were at home, like me and Carl were there by ourselves. And we had this random couple, they were ratty as anything, come up to the door saying, oh, you've stolen our dog, you've stolen our dog. <laughs> and I'm just like looking there going, nah, this is our dog. And they're like, nah, let it out. <laughs> let it out, it's our dog. And I just said, listen guys, if you don't get off this property, I went and got the cricket bat <laughs> and walked down and said, if you don't get off this property, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> Never seen him again. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be scared too, man. If I was trying to take your dog, that's rough. That, that is, is rough. That's game. Knocking mm. on someone's door yeah, and that's claiming that that's their dog. And I knew it wasn't theirs. I'm like, nah. Yeah, that's just like inside all day. I was going to say, I know it's not yours because it's mine and I've had yeah. it my whole life. Uh, yeah. That's when Reno went to the back and goes, ah, good now. You're mine forever. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. His name is Mark. It got changed yeah. to Misty. Misty. Misty, the, um, for all those Pokemon lovers out there, they'll know who Misty is. That's why Ash Cat- named it. <laughs> Ash Ketchum's girlfriend. Yeah, Ketchum, yes. Uh, Misty. Uh, very good. Well, big yeah. shout out to Misty. Big shout out to Ted, the uh, white cat. I'm not sure what the breed is ragdoll a ragdoll yeah uh, and big shout out to Albie who is an oodle of some variation no, it's a Murray Red Retriever Murray Red Retriever so not an oodle at all <laughs> so you know uh, the dog yeah. you really you really just stumbled this show yeah I thought uh, yeah I thought it was an oodle but uh, no nah, easy done uh, big shout out to them uh, is uh, Misty with us still or not nah she she passed away a few years ago old now. age yeah, old age, good work. Cancer, tends tends to happen. Good And a quick side note, away from the pets though, the sticky date pudding, we better not forget it. No, no, we better not. Quickly before we move yeah, into Janae, the camp. Janae Parker, she whipped out this. Yeah, she oh. got up to the table and done unreal. Yeah, yeah. She, she did good. Bit of it's strawberry. A very good serve, big serving size mm. and a very nice sticky date pudding. We'll be rolling home, that's for sure. That's yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm struggling. But yeah. our favourite part of the show now, before we wrap it up, it's been an absolute pleasure, Reno, getting you on. We have wanted to get you on for a while, but we just wanted to wait till the uh, 
to the the moon's collided or whatever they call it. That saying, the, um, two stars collided. The stars no, collided. collided. The stars collided, <laughs> and it, it's gonna work for us. So yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on, and the story's even better. But um, you do get to do one final thing, and that's put someone on um, skull cam, which you've struggled with in the past. Obviously, couldn't get it back. Oh, so no, you still got it down. No one's seen you, it come yeah, up. Yeah, it's true. And yeah. you get to choose who and what you want them to do. Obviously, within reason. But it doesn't just have to be a beer, or it can just be. Ooh, you can't one. really just throw up like I oh, drink five liters of red wine, but yeah. <laughs> something that they can do, and someone. I wouldn't mind seeing young Jamie Stagg do an old car bomb, which is a Guinness with an egg in it. <laughs> that, that used to be the old punishment for being late on a footy trip, so I wouldn't mind seeing him do that. Oh, I love it. Jim Barry Stagg, you're on Skelkin, brother! You have 24 hours to upload a video to our page or never listen to us again. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Good's beer. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, what you should do is you should go to the Queen's Arms Hotel and tip in a few cold ones and have a burger. Bloody beautiful. I should. And you should go to the Reservoir Hotel and get a beer and eat a pizza. Are they pretty good? Very good. Delish. Delish. <laughs> Time for mystery word. Uh, Your word is Holden. Holden. Good evening, Mr. Whitehall. Uh, good day, mate. Uh, uh, where where have I called? Sorry. BP BP service person. Oh yeah, BP. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, I'm just wondering if there uh, if there's a car parked out there, a white one. Uh, it's I'm trying to think of the brand. It's uh. It's not Ford, it's the other brand. You know the other car brand, the Australian one? Holden. Holden, yeah, that's the one, mate. Thank you. Uh, is, there any, is there a white one out there by any chance? No. What about a black one? No. Red? Nothing, no. What about purple? Oh. No! <laughs> oh! Okay, well, you didn't ring up BJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know what you were going to say. I, know. I really must that I could win. You got a white holder. That was well played. Yeah. Though, you, you are experienced. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm going to give you that. Tick that off. Rightio, win for me. Reno has joined us in the studio. Your word is pesto. Ooh. I'll pay presto. <laughs> Yeah, good day. Um, who did I ring again? Sorry. Sorry. Who did I ring? Sorry. Thousand B. Yeah. Hey, going. Hey, I was just wondering, have you got any of that um, cashew like sauce they have with basil? What is it called? Sorry. Um. Yeah, it's cashew and basil with a bit of oil. What do they call that? Um. um I can't think of the name. It's like a sauce you put on, like with pasta and that. It's made. Oh, pesto? oh, that's the one. Yeah. Have you um, got any of that? Um, we don't sell it. We've oh. only got like chicken pesto wraps that we oh. make with it. 
Oh, yeah. Have they got plenty of that in it? Uh, well, it's completely coated, the chicken. Oh, yeah. Nah, perfect. I've, I've only got one made up. Oh, have you? Yeah. Like he said... Um, you asked what it was, then he said, because I don't like it. Squares, we've just, we experienced some technical difficulties. Uh, I received a phone call during that recording and uh, cut, cut out the recording. But, Reno, did you just want to go through um, <laughs> the questions oh. you went on to ask the, the lovely Natalie at uh, the Bowsman? Yeah, well, she said she had a chicken pesto wrap. And I asked, oh, I don't really like it. Do you reckon we could scrape it off? And she goes, nah, it's actually marinated in it. <laughs> and then he said, so there's no way I'll be able to scrape it off. Um, and then he goes, oh, I might come down anyway and give it a go. <laughs> I've got that allergy. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you asked him, what, just got to describe it, said what it was, and then said, oh, great, because I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, good oh, work, oh, Reno. Well oh, done. Man. Big tip for the boys this time. Yeah, double, double W. Wakey, wakey. Oh, come in. Big night on the fins, Duffy boy. Oh, massive night. Oh, it's been a big few days on a match. I feel absolutely horrible. I can't even get up. Mate, tell you what you need. You need to get... Off your bottom, you need to head down to Flora Hill Butcher. Whoa, what, what can I get down there? Flora Hill Butcher, beautiful steaks, Benigo's best lamb sausages. I'm talking stuff with feta, sun-dried tomato, stuff made of angels, and gorgeous schnitzels. Get a six-pack of fins there as well. I'm out the door. Your perfect hangover cure, your best man in town. Woo! Bendigo's Hot Topic. Hot Topic, Hot Topic. Rightio, one of our very favourite segments, Hot Topic. It is starting to heat up a little bit too because obviously restrictions are starting to ease a little bit. Or as well, I think people, some people are just going a bit cuckoo. Is that mm-hmm. how you say? Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. That's it. But this first one... I, and it was being dead serious. Chelsea actually stumbled a, across this one. So big shout out to Chelsea. She definitely won't be listening. She doesn't listen to any of our episodes. I think she's a bit over it. But she's a good supporter though. She is a um, good supporter. She ta- I told you to take her in this. So someone's on there. And this like the way... I better it was, have you say. I better go have you say. And the way it was written and the way it... The comments and stuff. They were being dead serious. Yeah. So it said... It was like... G'day guys. I have 11... <laughs> Cheese slices, like plastic cheese slices. The singles. The singles that I don't think that I'm going to be able to get through before I go, um, before they go out of date. Is there anyone that would like them pick up only? Like, dead serious. And those comments on there, like, people like taking views and they're like, no, I'm serious. Um, you can get them in a single or you can get them together. Like, is that outrageous? Put me down for three. What was her name? Marg. Put me down for three, Marg. I need three, them for my three, lunches next three week. Three cheese slices. The, that, the that Rocker is... Bro- Did you watch the front bar last night? The Rocker no. Brothers cooking jaffles. <laughs> oh, cooking yeah. jaffles. They'll, they'll be able to use them in the jaffles. That, that is the funniest. Like, one of the funniest ads. Oh, I've got, I, had, I had it last night on my Snapchat, my story. <laughs> my God, cool. it's funny. That show's great, by the way. Yeah, great show. It's shit it, the front anyway, bar. like, let's, this can be unpacked on multiple levels. One, even if you did have 11 cheese slices, why are you giving them away? Like, what? Yeah. Like, just put them in the bin. Yeah, exactly right. And cheese slices don't go off. 
I don't think. Oh, do no, I, no, no, no. Those ones it's don't. A real, it's a best before setup. <laughs> I, I eat stuff best before eight for ages. It's only used by that you can't get away with it. What, those cheese slices, they're like plastic. Like they don't. Oh, mate, I don't even know if they're cheese. They, they're the most processed stuff. And, and as well, having people, yeah, just come over to my house during a pandemic so you can get cheese slices. Yeah, that's not on. <laughs> like there's so many. And another. Make thing sure I, you wear your face mask though. The other thing I want to know is, do you reckon? Would they? Would you put them in a bag, or would you just like hand them? At, would you just hand the cheese slice straight over? You have to put them in a ziplock bag. It'd be COVID safe. You reckon? I don't reckon. I reckon she just would literally just dump the load on you, like just dump the eleven slices straight on you. That is right off, isn't it? Um, the other thing that we did not notice on Benny Abisay to do with food as well, and this is hit close to home for both of us. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and Tommy Dunham, I was chatting with him uh, yesterday about it too. The the extra sauce. So someone's ordered extra sauce on their favorite <laughs> Domino's pizza. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the pizza was. It was some sort of meat lovers, I think, with like a yellow sauce. And they've gone, so it would have had nothing on it then. And they've gone extra sauce. And it's basically calm and it's covering, like it's being drowned in sauce. Oh, it's swimming. You can't even <laughs> you can't even see the base. And the sauce is like a bright yellow. It's like cheddar sauce, cheese yeah, sauce I reckon or it was, something. Yeah, I reckon it was a cheese. But it was... Um, it was a lot. It was a shitload, and it would it would definitely ruin your pizza. And as an adult now, you'd see how that is just outrageous. But this is where we had the discussion because me and you. Another thing we have in common: both worked at McDonald's from about fifteen. You, yeah. Tom Dunham, yeah. Johnny Mac, Big Marbio, Child, Big Square. He worked there. A few of my other mates. And if you saw a docket come through with extra something, yeah, what did you do? You would just load up, <laughs> like load up. So like I'm picturing this fifteen year old kid at Domino's is seeing. Extra cheese sauce, and he's gone. You want extra cheese sauce, do you, mate? <laughs> and he's just emptied the bottle on it because we used to we get extra, we get a docker come through, cheeseburger, extra pickles. All right, well they must want a full handful of pickles, like forty yeah. pickles. So, because remember the guns, and they used to have like the four points. That, so, say like a Big Mac, and you'd go one squeeze, one squeeze on each of the buns, and it would be like four little dollars. Yeah, you would just like so. Any normal person would think extra sauce. So instead of one squeeze, you get two squeezes, yeah, right? That's that's definitely what it's meant to be. As a 15-year-old, it was rapid fire, wasn't it? Yeah. Just semi-automatic, just pump it, pump, pump. License to kill. License to kill. <laughs> and you've got to sort of sway the bur- let the burger like nearly float in the sauce to shut the lid on it. And you would be like, <laughs> you want it? Yeah, you want extra sauce? Take, take that. Oh, no. It's, it's just... It's not in the forefront of your mind about caring about quality control uh, when you're a 15-year-old 15, 15 at a fast food joint. Uh, you got to do stuff to keep yourself uh, entertained. This thing extra means just an absolute shitload. But, um, yeah. yeah, very, very funny. But yeah. um, That, among other things. It was pretty bad, though, that pizza. Like, And then to, for it to be posted there, it would be it's a poor look on Domino's, who I don't think have the greatest name. Nah, Already, nah. But, poor um, toppings. That guy, that guy, he was ropeable. He said it ruined his. Enti- he said thanks for ruining my entire long weekend. Yeah, <laughs> he got off to a terrible start. There's no coming back from that. <laughs> but yeah, it would have been disgusting. And like, oh, the calories in sauce oh, too. It would be out of control. Imagine trying to back that one out if you mate. were to eat it. But um, there's another one, and I'll, I'll let you talk about this because he's gone dormant as of late, but he's back. He's back. Uh, big shout out to. I'm trying to remember who did. I can't though off the top of my head. But someone's someone's made me aware of it. Um, up in Darwin, up in the NT, our man, Bordy's man. Well, it would be perfect up there. The humidity, you could be wearing them. Bordy's man, he's gone. I'm going. I'm sick of wearing a face mask. All right. The only thing I want to be wearing is board shorts. I'm going up north. So he's up and in Darwin. Places. He's up in Darwin, and he's been. 
spotted by ABC Darwin and the, the cops are looking for him. NT police are appealing for public assistance to identify a man who may be able to assist with inquiries related to theft from a charity shop. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bought his man stooping to new lows. He, he attended the premises, <laughs> looked around briefly before returning shortly with a removalist trolley. Oh, no. He then loaded the trolley with a near new condition blue two-seater couch valued at $400, <laughs> wheeled it out of the store without paying <laughs> police would like to speak to the pictured man uh, Caucasian male wears board shorts slim build uh, yeah rah, rah, rah. he's donning some uh, brand new red sneakers he's definitely stolen those as well I think he might have got them from Long Gully when he was back down here but um yeah, just big shout to all of the, those people up in Darwin uh, that listen to the show. Matt Duffy, uh, keep your eyes out for him. <laughs> yeah, Bordy's man, he's up there. He's, he's soaking up the it's humidity good to see, it's and good. he's soaking up the theft. It's good to see that he's got um, wise in his old age too, just wheeling the trolley straight in. So I'm assuming this is whilst people are there. Yeah, this is whilst people are there. It said, uh, at the time, the staff member was busy helping other customers. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, so, oh. uh, all those Darwin listeners, just stay very vigilant, mate, because, uh, yeah, Bordy's man, he does not take any prisoners. Um, the lucky last thing, Duff, for Hot Topic, how good is sport? It's good. And I just, I was just thinking of while, while I was about to get this photo up that we're going to talk about, like, obviously everyone loves a long weekend. Girls like girls would like, love the long weekend just as much as us. You don't have to go to work for an extra day. Perfect. But I don't really think girls appreciate sport like we, like boys do. Not all girls. I'm not saying that all girls do. But I mean, I'm talking more betting. Yeah. I'm talking more around yeah, the horse, horse, <laughs> horse racing, those sort of things. So this weekend is massive and massive for a lot of reasons. Football, NRL, UFC, NFL. Mooney Valley. Mooney Valley, Cox Plate. And a big meet at Ramwick as well. Jeez, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. It is hard to wrap your head around, and that's just I just see a lot of same games and a lot of uh, a lot of place multis on the horses and a lot of probably money getting lost. But it's uh, quite ridiculous to think that there's that much sport in one weekend and that but that's it falls on this weekend. But I just feel like really gets the heart racing too. It does. And we're sitting here at eight thirty in the morning on the Friday. It's all ahead of us. And actually, on a quick side note, this is something I'd, lo- I'd love to talk about. Actually. Maybe quickly run through. Give us the I'll run. Quickly out of run the through. I won't read every single part because this is this is what Tabs posted. Weekend sorted. Friday Brecky, ten thirty. Do the form. Eleven twenty. Giants versus Eagles. NFL. One thirty. Pub feed. Knock off early. Gra- grab supplies. Head to the local. First at Mooney Valley. Second pub feed. Manicato State. Celebrate with the win when the tip gets up. Saturday. Coffee. Quaddy on. First at Mooney Valley. First at Ramwick. Have a feed. Bondi Stakes, Cox Plagues, Backpike in the last, same game multi, AFL Grand Final, Flick to Sky Racing, multi salutes. <laughs> Sunday, snooze alarm, force yourself to get up for the UFC because it's at 5am, the main card. Nap till breakfast, group chat, Addo Car, first try, you're welcome because you've tipped the boys it. Feed up, racing on, head to the local, same game multi, feed time, back back Cameron Smith to win the Clive Churchill, NRL Grand Final, set five alarms, miss Monday morning meeting. Yeah. Uh, can't wait! Can't wait to do all that. Uh, <laughs> it's just there's something. It's just constant, isn't empty it? Empty my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's going to be a lot of money. I feel sick about the amount of money because no one ever wins on the big days. No, no, no. You think you sit there and go, 
oh, look at all these opportunities of all this money yeah. I could win, and you don't win any of it. It's a rough game, but well, hey, it's good fun. Um, the other thing I'll just oh, complete side note, but long weekends as well. We're talking about how we love them. How good is probably this point right now, or even last night, like Thursday night yeah. slash Friday morning? You got like you got the whole weekend ahead of you. You're not hungover, or maybe if you had a few Thursday, you might be, but we're not. You know, you got it all ahead of you, and it's exciting, and you're happy, and you're in a great mood. Yep. Like it's a real roller coaster though, because tell you what, come nine p.m. Sunday, oh, you don't want to be near me. Oh, a world of hurt. Do you find? Do you find speaking about that? It's funny. It's a funny thing, and I've read about this about people that enjoy the build up to something more than they do the actual event. Yeah. So like people I think that, that's me. Like people that like think about now sitting and thinking about now all the things that you're going to do and then you're just thinking about the next thing. So like today will something good will happen but then you'll be thinking about the grand final and then the grand final will happen you'll be thinking about the UFC that's on the next day. Yeah. Then you'll be and you're like look forward to all the moments that are ahead of you and then you get to the end of it and you're like I don't feel like I thoroughly enjoyed or let myself enjoy it because I was just too excited for the next thing. I'm exactly the same. I like just think, I've got to do this, I want to do this, I want to watch this, I'm going to go here, I'm going to do this. And then it gets to the end of the weekend, you're like, oh, I didn't really... Actually. It was an absolute blur. <laughs> absolute blur. <laughs> I can't blur. remember anything. It is. But, uh, no, very, it's going to be a great weekend, Squares, all right? So once you've tuned... Tuned your ears into this uh, fantastic episode. Yeah, you've got to fit that in between all the long weekend. Listen to the episode this morning. Send any tips for any racing, any football, anything. Yeah. And we'll post the best ones. We'll post them. We'll put this on our story too. Best tips for the weekend. Hey, Duffy boy. Yeah? Want to go to the cafe? Nah, I'm all good. All good. Funny you say that because Adam and Eve is all good. They am talking all good pet friendly. I'm talking all good food. I'm talking all good smoothies and juice. And best of all, all good coffee. Damn straight. So head down and see Breezy at Adam and Eve Cafe in Quarry Hill. It's an excellent food, great coffee, and awesome atmosphere. And is a proud sponsor of Josh Squared. Love you, Breezy. Yes. Um, what's the funniest smelling thing in the whole wide world? The funniest smelling thing in the whole wide world? Yes. Perhaps your nose. Oh, no. Nah. It's time for Joke of the Week! Radio, early morning phone call for Jazzy on the long weekend. Don't know if we'll be up. We'll see how we go. No, we're trying to catch him off guard. If not, we'll leave him a voicemail. The suspense. You've called Justin Williams. I can't get to the phone at the moment. Just leave your name and number. And a joke. And I will give you a call back. Thank you. Hello, Juzzy. Josh Squared. Um, you're not answering. We tried to catch you off guard, so we're just going to leave you a joke instead. So a grasshopper, uh, a grasshopper walks into a bar, and the bartender goes, Hey, we've got a drink here named after you. And the grasshopper goes, What, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, thanks for nominating Steffi as well. I know you messaged me during the week. You want to nominate Jeffy, Steffi for Joke of the Week? Uh, see, how, see how she goes. <laughs> Here we go. Hello. Hello. What's up? Oh, um, just wondering if you got a joke for me. You've been, no, you've been put on joke of the week. You're live on Josh Squared right now. <laughs> so don't let yourself down. Don't let yourself down. Oh, um, okay. Hang on. <laughs> don't do it to the people. What's green and brown? If it fell out of a tree, it would kill you. <laughs> a tree? What? A pool table. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, using my own jokes against me. I and, like it. And, and he said before that, he said that you wouldn't have one, so well done. <laughs> Thanks. We couldn't get on Jazzy, so we put you on. Bank. Pardon? Should I always just keep that one in the bank in case you guys call me? Oh, <laughs> getting ready for it. You're famous now. Well done. Good work. Yeah, what, what a way to start the long weekend. Thanks, yeah, Steffi. All right. Well done, Steph. I'll, uh, I'll see, you, see you later. See ya. Oi, Duff, I'm building a house in Bendigo and I've got to get rid of all this waste. I've got just the man. I'll give you his number. G'day, Bruce Pridham, big boy bin hire. Yeah, g'day, Bruce. I need a bin. Uh, a bin? Uh, what kind of bin, mate? We've got lots of them. Uh, we've got skip bins. We've got 30 litre bins. We've got 120 litre bins. What's your project? Uh, building a house. Building a house. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you need, mate. Just pop on over and I'll sort you out. Big boy bin hire. Yeehaw! You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a TV. You wouldn't steal a jumper from kick-ons. You wouldn't keep money from a friend. You wouldn't not return a favour. Josh Square Deck Collectors are here to help. What? Rightio, instead of Deck Collect this week, we have obviously Cats and Richmond are in grand final. So we're just going to ring up some avid supporters. So our first one's Jake McLean, who's diehard Geelong, and tell him that Paddy Dangerfield's got gout. So, <laughs> so he won't be playing. So... Gout is a debilitating disease. It's crystallisation of the joint. And I know a lot about it because my father, Dean Martin, has experienced a bad bout of gout. Um, it's supposedly meant to be linked to drinking a lot of alcohol, but he reckons it's the tomatoes. I think it's potentially a combination of both, but more likely the tomatoes. Yeah, I reckon too. Dean's so we're going to ring him up and just say he's injured and try and convince him that he's out and then say he's out with gout. So right. we'll see how this goes. Hopefully he answers early morning call. G'day, Jake. Uh, just hope you can get back to me as soon as possible, mate. I, you, I'm sure you've seen the headlines on the um, AFL app. Uh, Paddy just been ripping into those red wine bottles and he's got gout and he's laid out. So uh, just interested to get your take on that. Um, we might try to give you a bell back soon. Have a great day. We might try calling. All right, he's just called us back. He's just called us back. Dingo. Hey, Squidge, how you doing, man? Good, mate. Sorry, I hope I didn't wake you up. Um, have you seen the Have you seen the headline? Huh? Dangerfield out. 
bullshit. He's got gout. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got you on Josh Grant. He's got gout, and we knew that you'd love Geelong so much. We thought you'd want to hear it first. Too much red wine up in the hub. <laughs> <laughs> you were so flat at the start. <laughs> not, not Jordan Doherty. <laughs> what do you think about that? That he's out with gout. Drinker, it's gonna come eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy, Paddy was going final week. Paddy, the big called Tiger Tough yet and told him that Dusty's not playing. Well, that's exactly what we're about to <laughs> We're gonna say he's got glass in his foot up at the hub. He stood on a bit of glass at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, good luck, hey. go cats. Oh, no, good go luck, cats, mate. On, mate. Yeah, all the best. Uh, what, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, nervous. Nervous. <laughs> Every time I watch like one of the TV shows or the footy shows, I get a bit nervous. But you'll be even more nervous now you see he's out with Gout, the big boy. <laughs> We're batting a bit thin now. We we'll have to bring in a Sava or something. <laughs> no, he's got it as well. Yeah, radical it's, it's, it's contagious. <laughs> the whole team's out with Gout. They're getting Wally Buzzer. They're getting Wally Buzzer flown up. <laughs> Wally's the only one who doesn't have it. Oh, no. Don't worry about COVID, mate. It's Gout. <laughs> Potentially. The Tigers won't know what to do. They're not playing for it. <laughs> Who is this bloke? Oh, very good. All right, Dingo. I'll, uh, I'll talk boys. to you later, mate. Thanks for that. All right. See you, boys. Bye. Righto. We, Jake McLean, that was perfect. Paddy Dangerfield out with gout. Also just in from the Josh Quaid newsroom, uh, Dustin Martin out with scurvy. Interesting to see what Tiger Tough thinks about it. Hey, mate. What's happening? All right, have you seen the news? I've not. Dusty, out. No, he's not. With scurvy. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he's got scurvy, he's out. He's been on a pirate ship. He hasn't been eating vegetables and fruit on the in the hub. <laughs> oh, of course it's you two. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get on the lines. <laughs> they've, got him, they've got him hanging upside down, sucking on oranges to get, to get him up. He's got scurvy. Scurvy like what pirates used to get from on the ships for not eating fruit and vegetables. Vitamin D deficiency. Yeah, he eats too many other things, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, well, and Dusty's out with scurvy and Paddy Dangerfield's out with gout. You get gout from drinking beer, Paddy Dangerfield wouldn't drink that, the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what, yeah, yeah, too far too serious for our life. What a loser drinking too much water. Yeah. <laughs> Professional athlete, what a coghead. <laughs> were you very what were you worried very worried then before we said what it was with? Uh yes, of course I was. <laughs> <laughs> Jake McLean was bit he was pretty worried when we said that Dangerfield was out. We told him that the, the gout's <laughs> contagious and the whole team's got it and they're flying wildly buzzer up. You've got Derek Egger Mosley Smith coming in for Dusty. How you feeling? Oh, very good, very good. I'll pay that one. I'll pay it. How you feeling, mate? Are you feeling feeling all right about it? Look, I am. I, to be honest, I actually feel like I'm about to play the game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Right. Maybe it was 30, mate, so I feel like it's well, going to be a little bit Well, keep your phone on because Dusty's out, so you could get a call up. Keep your phone on loud. Yeah, well, yeah, I do say if I was five centimetres tall and five kilos heavy, I would have played AFL, so maybe here's my chance. Yeah, that's definitely the only thing that was holding you back. <laughs> 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 uh, the, yeah, the 30 of us at the pub. Yeah, yeah, go Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. Good luck, mate. No, that was actually, um, that was actually JJ just ran past. Oh, did he? Well, I thought you were just cutting us off and said, "Go Tigers, you're gonna hang up." <laughs> it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be epic at the pub, mate. Thirty of us, it, I do feel. Yeah, we'll have the have the footy jumpers on. A little bit of pregame speech prepared for us, Josh, if you don't mind. Oh, that sounds good. Yep. Just to, just to set the rules, you know, between a bit of banter and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yep. So, so yeah. basically, got rules around how you're not gonna psych out and throw punches before the game's out. <laughs> that is, uh, you've actually hit the nail on there. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair because it is. It, they will be into you. It does. There's nothing worse than watching the grand final with when you bear it from and no one else does, and they just want to make your day miserable. It miserable, correct? That's exactly it was right. terrible. No, it happened no, two years ago, no, Collingwood no, West no, Coast, no. and I was crowing, and then we got beat. And blokes that don't even follow footy are giving it to me. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, so that, that, yeah I'm a little bit nervous about that, that perspective as well. Yeah, should be right, right, mate. No, right. Well, right. filled out with gout. Dustin Martin out with scurvy. Good luck tomorrow. Yeah. Right. That's it, mate. I'll be there. Tiger right jumper and all. Right all right, mate. See you, Thanks for that. See ya. All right. Enjoy, boys. Good chatting. Bye. G'day, Tommy Dunham. How you going, mate? Yeah, not good, Josh. My house has just been broken into. Been broken into, mate? You're joking. No, nah, broken into. Everything's gone. Mate, I've got the perfect setup for you. Go and see Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. That's Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. Not the, not the fast bowler for Australia, but the big, young, strapping ecotech warrior. They'll sort you out, mate. They uh, specialise in sparkiness and also installing security systems. Go hit them up. Bloody oath. I'll be right there. On your boys. All right, another episode done and dusted. Gee whiz, heaps of fun. Uh, big build-up to the AFL Grand Final. Lockie Press with his Presto Pasta. Absolutely fantastic. Plenty of good yarns there too with the uh, the big piss-drinking legend, bass guitarist. Uh, yeah, he's and that, fun to And as they would say, uh, win the morning, win the day. I think we've done pretty well. I was a bit flat at the start, but... um. Paddy Dangerfield with gout and Dusty with the uh, scurvy's really got me up and I'm ready. I'm charging for a big weekend. Yeah. Before we get into it though, we do love to a shout out. Have you got a shout out for us before the long weekend? I'm going big shout out to all my Melbourne brothers and sisters. Uh, truly am thinking of you this weekend. They've been dealt a bloody hard uh, set of cards. Uh, a shit hand is what I was trying to say. <laughs> we were talking about this the other, we this the other day. Half, I think we've done it three times this episode. Half saying and saying and mixing it in with someone else. They've been dealt a, a difficult hand. They've yes. been dealt a difficult hand uh, this year and it hasn't let up. They're going to have to be, yeah, obviously it's an epic weekend, but they'll be stuck at home more or less. Uh, I think they can, you know, I don't really know all the rules, but they can leave the house for extended periods of time, that kind of thing. So, Thing it obvious. Hope you have a great weekend, nonetheless. Have a few beers in your apartment or your house. Watch the footy and uh, hopefully see the Tigs have a big win. Yeah, my shout out is to one of our uh, favourite sponsors, Flora Hill Butchers. Um, we tried a new, we sampled a new beer from there the other. Oh well, I did. You haven't got the chance to yet. You're going to sample it this weekend. Their um mango mango beer from the Harcourt Brewery. It's eight percent, two point one standard, so it does knock your socks off. But it's quite refreshing, a cloudy beer. Um, quite refreshing, very mango-y taste, and a nice drop. So if you're looking for something to drink this weekend, get into Flora Hill, and they've got um, four packs of it, and it's um, 
quite nice, and I know it's a big hit with the females too. So, I mean, as in the females like it, doesn't mean you drink it and then you get females. Well, it could. It could mean that as well. So, <laughs> shout out to the Floor Hill boys. Thanks for hitting us up with those drinks. And, um, yeah. Sounds good. Enjoy, Enjoy yourselves this weekend and look after your mates. Yo! Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. About the dogs? About Helen McNair? Dog can go. Yeah. I'll Google it. For like 21 days or something, wild dogs without eating. And well, that's what, and domestic dogs can go for ages without eating too. And they don't use any of their energy because they just sleep and stuff. So if they've eaten, they'll play in that. If they haven't, they just lay down. I'm pretty sure I'll look it up. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. Good. Well, now she'll know.